Tanika Drake, yeah, that's right. What's going on? What's going on? This is Ann Capone, and I don't go a day without listening to God's gift through His Word with Tanika Drake. Keep listening. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations, checking out my girl Tanika Drake on God's gift. Through his word, continue to listen to this woman of God and her messages. She is inspiring, encouraging, and uplifting as many people as she can through her voice, through her words of encouragement, and just through her heart as well. Um, I am blessed and fortunate to have her to be not only a fellow podcaster, but I can truly call her a sister. And so I want you guys to continue to listen to Tanika Drake with God's gift through his word on this podcast station. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day. God bless and Happy New Year. You are listening to God's gift through his word with your hostess, Tanika Drake. If you enjoy the show here, don't forget to go to the Apple Podcast platform and make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating so that other listeners can find her. Reviews are the best way for people to know how great she is. You can also go to the CastBox app and leave a comment on her show. Thank you so much for listening. Here's Tanika. Woo! I'm looking forward to it, Miss Tanika Drake. You already know. But you know what? I was hitting those high notes. Now I got a little freestyle for you. Ooh, Miss Tanika, Tanika Drake. She been doing it so real, never fake. She got such good vibes oozing out the phone that I feel so around when I am so alone. Picking me up when I'm down like, oh, Miss Tanika Drake, if they don't know, now they know. This is like a show promo. Enjoy it. Here we go with the ill type flow. What you saying? What you saying? I let it go. What you saying? What you saying? What you saying, Miss Tanika Drake, I let it go, oh, I kill the rhyme slow, they be loving me and I let it like, oh, yeah, you listening to Tanika Drake, ladies and gentlemen, bang, bang. Hello 
everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is a brand new year. Can you believe it? And you guys are tuned into God's gift through his word. And you know what I always say? That God loves you. And there are so much amazing things going on. Today, I have an amazing special guest with me today. And she's going to share some amazing things with you on today. Has an amazing story. And she's going to tell you how we met. It's very, very unique and very beautiful. So this is who I'm going to introduce you today, Miss Stephanie Wall. Hello, Tanika. Hello, Tanika and Tanika's uh, viewers or listeners. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening. So, Tanika, Les Brown's going to be super proud of us for being out here doing the business. I know y'all said Les Brown. What is Stephanie Wall talking about? <laughs> well, <laughs> well so Nick and I, we have we took the leap, not just of faith, but we tried to invest in ourselves, and we joined what was called the Power Voice. What is the Power Voice? You say Power Voice is a basically Les Brown School, where he teaches individuals and groups how to be speakers, be public speakers. I mean, like the best. Under his tutelage, this has been crazy every time we log on for our weekly training. I'm just looking at that screen like we are talking to Les Brown. How about you, Janika? Absolutely, Stephanie. Now, she's talking about something that that's how we met with this amazing community of people like-minded. So I had to get to know more about her and I'm going to be doing that with a lot more of my, I call them and we call ourselves the Power Voice family, not just a community, but a family of like-minded people. So since we are here today, I wanted to ask Miss Stephanie, so where are you from? I'm very southern in the last southern state of Maryland in Howard County in the United States, the USA. Let me just tell you this. Everyone says, where are you from? When they hear me speak. <laughs> and I'm like, Maryland. And of course, my son's wife, who's there from in Colorado, said, you all lay on that Maryland. You, know, you lay on that Mer <laughs> in the land. <laughs> so I'm from Maryland. And I live, I have lived in Maryland my entire life. And unlike I've my, I have three, three sons, my husband, Kurt and I, we have three sons, there's three adult sons who all live in three different states now. They left the, they left the coop, we are empty nesters, and unlike them, we still, we were, we were born and raised in Maryland, and we still live here. One of our, our oldest son lives in Tampa, Florida. Our middle son lives in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and the baby lives in Atlanta, Georgia. But we still live, I'm from Maryland, and I still live here. That's okay, Stephanie. You know you're from Maryland, but I I just listened to what you were saying about one of your sons in Colorado Springs. I used to live there some time ago, too, and that's a beautiful, a beautiful state, a beautiful little city. And so I was just like, wow, there's so much in common. Just listening to little bits and pieces of your story. So we're going to get right into more about you. So you have this amazing story, sis. I know you've been talking about it. Uh So before I say anything more, I would like you to share this amazing, powerful story that you have about being this tower of power. Girls, let me tell you. So now I even go, so everybody calls me top. Some people literally call me top. 
or Tower of Power. And mm. top stands for the T-O-P of Tower of Power. Now, I believe it has a lot to do with it. I'm pretty sure. With I'm 5'10". I have a big voice. I have a big smile. I have a big personality. And I have a big heart. And so I get, when I come in the room, I'm filling up the room. So they say the Tower of Power has arrived. So now I this the top, come on in. Top, come <laughs> on in. But I will tell you, I that's what they call me now. But I wasn't always the top. I wasn't always the Tower of Power. I came to be the Tower of Power after I learned and I grew through my trauma. My trauma and my drama, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to share with you a part of my story. So I always like to share that all, like this time in my life, all of the time, I get, man, I want to be just like her. Or what can I do to be just like you? And I'm like, oh, baby, you don't, to be like me, you have to first be the woman I was before I became, I grew into who I am right now. And I am always surprised that I'm still here to tell the story. So, like many women, like many men and women, I I had self-esteem issues, went through some trials and tribulations growing up. There had some traumas that were unresolved, or what I like to call the DNA traumas. Those traumas that, you know, trauma, it lives in the body. And so some things that my mom had experienced that I, she never shared with me, I guess it just rolled on and it became a, you know, I thought it was, it was a normal thing and I continued the tradition. And that tradition is not believing in myself, believing that I, could, that I had to settle for the first person that looked at me goo-goo-eyed, even if that person treated me not as nice as I should have been treated, I still stuck with that person because in my mind, it was I was something I was doing. Well, maybe I should have not said it like that. Well, maybe I should, maybe I could have been nicer, or maybe I could have not looked at him like that. These, these are all the things, not just that my mind was saying, but that the person was saying to me that I caused them to be that way. Fast forward, um, the. I eventually, you know, was no longer in a relationship with these individuals. And this is what I want, where the story is interesting. And I really push this to my clients. And that is this. If you don't deal with trauma that you're dealing with in your life, it will show back up. It will show back up in another part of your life. So fast forward, I'm now, I'm, I'm now a police officer and I had been at this point now for over 10 years. I'm sitting in a room full of other police officers training. So just imagine any training you've gone to for your job. You go there with the, with the idea that you're just going to come in, get this little training. You know, everything's a little on it. Put, mm-hmm. Get this little training and go on about your business because this, this hour, or this two or this four hours over with. Now, on this particular day, I'm noticing that there are people standing all in the back of the room. Now, that was not a normal thing to see. Because if someone if someone's standing in the back of the room, that means this, this is going to be some type of sensitive topic that's going to be discussed. They're not telling us what the topic is just yet. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sitting there, I'm kind of smiling and looking around. You know how when you're in training, you shoot the bobo with everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been, you know, it's... it's there's only about three or four females in the room and of a packed room in the first place. And the young lady in front of me, I'm looking at her. She and I, we, she 
look like me. She's African-American. I'm African-American. I know her. We've known each other for over 20 years, even before I was a police officer. She's a police officer. I'm a police officer. I know her kids. She knows my kids. And so at some point, they bring the room to attention and was like, okay, our speaker of the hour is going to speak. Now I'm thinking, why is, first of all, we're wondering why is Bonita, and that's her name, is standing in the front of the room. Well, come to find out, Bonita was the speaker of the hour. Now, my interest is really piqued. And I'm looking at Bonita, and Bonita's face looks kind of nervous. But I'm still shocked. What's Bonita going to talk about? So they kind of said this is going to be a sensitive topic. Today, we're going to talk about domestic violence. I'm like, oh, okay. She used to be a detective. Maybe she's going to talk about how she handled those domestic violence cases that she, that she worked. Cool beans. Let's go. And she starts talking, and she starts to tell her story. And she talks about her being the victim. And she's telling us how, even while she was in the police academy, sometimes she would be assaulted, and she would go and get in her car, out front of her her condo, to hide from her husband, and do her work, and uh, work for the academy, the classwork, and show up every day, knowing that this person is home, beating on her, and, and saying things, you're not, you, you're not good enough, you're not going to make it, and all these things. And even when they um, got into a really serious tussle, a tussle she, he even said, call the police. I will tell them that you started it. You will lose your job and we'll take these, kids, these children. He did everything he could. And as she's telling the story, I am horrified. Mm. I'm horrified and I'm in tears first because I've known her all my for 20 years and I never knew this story I also look to my left and look to my right and I'm noticing that there's guys crying and they're not saying anything and then it's all coming back I'm realizing some of these people a lot of them were in her academy class Mm. and then so now I'm already like I'm already at I can't breathe I can't Okay, I'm in there and I'm, you know, up until that moment, nobody knew my story. And so as she's talking, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm already upset. Tears are running down my face and there. You ever had those hot tears run down and they just run down your face right into your mouth? And I'm wiping with the back of my hands, my eyes, because there's no napkin, there's, there's nothing. Mm. One time I don't have a cup of coffee with over there, nothing. <laughs> And I'm just wiping and wiping, and I am a, I'm sitting in the third row in the center of everybody. Mm. So I'm stuck. I have no tissues. Nobody is even moving. They're paralyzed. They're not giving me a tissue. And I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here because I can't stop this here. from crying. I'm rolling down my face. And I'm looking to the left and right, and I'm look, I looked at Benita, then I looked at the doors, I looked at Benita, and I looked at the door, and I kind of glanced back at the people behind me, and I noticed everybody, or look, everybody's looking at me, and if they weren't looking at me, I felt like they were, mm. and I felt like I was sitting there butterball naked, and I said, I got to get out of this room, because I, can, I, I, I cannot breathe, and I'm going to lose it. So finally, I got up the courage, and I just stood up and ran out of the room. Ran out of the room, made a left, made a right, made a right, right into the women's bathroom. And immediately when I went in, I swear I quickly like did a scan, make sure nobody was in there. Then I was holding on to the edges of the sink, looking at myself with intensity in the mirror, like you gotta get yourself together, Stephanie. Mm. You gotta get yourself together. You are a police officer. 
you're a police officer, your husband is a police officer, you got to get it together. I'm in there wiping, I'm wiping the tears, I'm patting my face, I'm having a whole conversation. And I'm thinking, oh my God, do they know? Do they know? Do they know about the times that I was beaten? Do they know about the times many years ago that I had to call the police and have people removed from my house? Do they know about me going to the emergency room? Are there pictures? Have they seen? Do they know? I had all this, I don't know how long it took, but I processed this thing and I knew the only thing I knew was I had to go back in that room. And so I went, I got myself together. I got me some tissue, back in the room. I put my shoulders back, put my chin down, and I walked in the room and I just looked at her and sat down. She was still talking and within moments I was crying again. Mm. But this time I had tissues and I was like, Lord, just help me get through this. So when it was over, you know, people usually congregate around, but all I could do was hurry up, gather my stuff. I ain't talked to anybody, jump right in my car, and the ride home was about 15 minutes. Usually I have some music on or something. I rode in complete silence. I cried all the way home. All the way home, I was thinking, I'm going to have to quit this job. All the way home, I was thinking about, there's no way I can walk back in briefing ever again. What am I going to do? They know my secret. I walked home and I thought I felt just so powerless. And when I walked in the door, my husband was right there. And he already he knows my history. He knows my told story. I walked in and I immediately stole his arms because he was like, what is going on, baby? And I told him what went down. I thought, oh my God, you're going to have to quit too. I had told him he got to quit the job too. We both work for the same agency. And he went on to tell me how powerful I was. He went on to tell me how that woman or that person that experienced that she, all those did happen to you, you're no longer that person. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody, what they believe or say about you change who you are because you are dynamic. You live through, you're not a victim, you are a survivor. And he let me know in that moment I need to take my power back because just in that incident, instance, I gave away my power. Not because of it, nothing more than the fact that I felt, uh, it, it goes back to why you have to tell your own story. Because when your story comes out and somebody else is telling it or you believe somebody else is telling your story, it takes the power from you. So from there is why was one of the reasons when I started telling my story and being true to myself because I later heard the term this term was your story is about you but it's not for you I didn't know what it meant then but I know what it means now and I say it often so I'm telling you and everybody that's listening don't let anybody A steal your joy but don't let them steal your power because there's power in your story and your story will either elevate you by releasing it to help somebody else or it will zap you of all that you are and it will make you small and it might make you quit your job and it make you keep running and hiding. So as Dr. Stevie Mill says, no more hidden figures. So because of that, I actually wrote a book. And the book was entitled, How My Part-Time Job Saved My Life a story, a true story of overcoming of decades of abuse to living a victorious life. And that victorious life had led me to overcoming many hurdles and becoming the tower of power.
and that is me, Stephanie Wall, and I love to say Stephanie Wall, I'm getting it all. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yes, ma'am. And you have done a backflip, triple flip, and I'm sitting here with all the tizzy like, this is so good. I need some popcorn. I need some ribs and mm, just, just. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> so I, I, you know what, Stephanie, I had heard your story before you guys know, as we just stated before, just for mentioned before that we have met each other and we get our chances to put out our stories in three minutes and 10 minute increments. And I had seen your story before, but now that you get a chance to like, give it to me the raw unedited version, not the Reader's Digest, but the unedited, I'm just like, okay, I am enjoy, I am loving this. And you have said so many platinum nuggets that I had to take mental note that you said that the story is about you, but it is not for you. Sometimes, yes, Stephanie, me. when you just shared that, we get wrapped up in our own our own stuff and then we forget that the story's for somebody else. We went through that thing, but to show other people that they can come through it. So, Stephanie, I wanted to ask you something else. How can you provide advice for those people who are searching to tell their story, but they're kind of afraid to do that? Oh my god, well one, I'm gonna tell you that for time to reach out to me. Mm. Reach on out to speaker Stephanie. They can go to www.speakerstephanie.com. I'm sorry. And they will immediately be able to get in contact with me. I will tell you that this is an opportunity. As a matter of fact, I am doing a big book project just for that because I have a group that I created. Is a platform called Her Story, Our Story, um, One Hour of Power. So it's a private Facebook group. And in, in, in that group, everybody, we all have a story. But in my particular group, I realized there's some very powerful stories. And a lot of people don't know how or where or what's the platform. So sometimes it's easy to, to do it. Um, not easy, really. But some people's uh, preferred met- method is to tell their story. Some people's preferred method is to write their story. So I'm going to do a book project, and it's called Her Story. Many different faces, same trauma, a story of survival. And it is going to be made up of, of the, the various stories of the women, of women who've experienced trauma of whatever version and how they overcame it. That's one way to tell your story. Another way is to learn, is to speak and to tell you a story like we are telling our story. Because they say the stories are, look, when you're gone, your story should be not lost because no one ever heard it. I want to say Les Brown says, what did they say about the graveyard? The graveyard, there's many dreams, there's many stories, there's many opportunities. There are more opportunities and more great stories and more great adventures, adventures that are left and buried in graveyards because no one actually acted on it. Absolutely. Now, I'm sure I've made my own termination of it, but that's kind of what he said, right? That's right. right. Model and modify. Model and modify. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I am a speaker. I am a coach. I am an author. I am a teacher. 
I am a wife. I am a mother. I am also a Gigi. See, I'm too young to be a grandmother, so I say I'm a Gigi. Mm. But what the most important thing that I am is I am a I am a servant of God. But the one the other thing that's most important to me is that I my passion is women. My passion is building into and specifically, specifically, Stephanie Speaker Stephanie was created to help women who have experienced trauma to break down barriers as it relates to, to their self-esteem so that they can love themselves again. Because I will tell you that head, if they, I don't care what, what you're doing in life, whether you're it's on your job, job, you want to have your own business, you want to get married, you want to have a relationship, you want to have children, whatever you're doing in life without your self-esteem being intact, in, in, in dealing with, and specifically dealing with trauma that you've experienced throughout life, you will bleed over one people that did not harm you. Mm. And we have to be careful, that, and we can't, we can't live our best selves, our best lives, without being our best self, and we can't be our best selves if our self-esteem is in trouble. So Stephanie, while you've been sharing this this amazing story, and I know this is just the start of all that all of us are doing and embarking upon this journey to share our stories and empower and encourage others, I wanted to say thank you to you for just sharing your voice because people like myself, I'm also a survivor and overcomer of domestic violence, but when I hear other women share it is so powerful because that's one of those shameful things that women are so afraid to speak on because of all the different things going on in their minds. So thank you so much for being willing to be not just transparent, but vulnerable enough to say, you know what, this is something that's going to not just empower me, but it's going to empower those who need me as their voice that need uh-huh. me as that person. So you stand up for all these women that don't even have a voice right now. They can't find it. That's right. That's right. And and thank you for speaking your truth because I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm, if, if, if I have a second, if I could share this with you, one of the most horrifying things that happened to me is after I wrote the book, I went out there, you know, you tried to go on a tour. I'm already, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to share how I overcame Right, but mm-hmm. my, I was still not my self-esteem was still in trouble, and I didn't know it. And someone said, "Ooh, how would you write that book?" Mm. I would never tell that story. And what I did in that moment, because I didn't recognize it for what it was. See, I was at the tower of power, and I hadn't gotten went and and, and dealt with the lack or the train. I didn't get the training that I needed so I could fully understand. I didn't go deal with my own trauma because I'm going to tell you that if you've experienced any trauma, you must talk to someone that gets paid to listen to release that. And I'm talking about therapy. Now, I know sometimes in our community it's taboo or mm-hmm. just as taboo as people have that people uh, that, that talk about their being a victim or survivor of domestic violence. And so I didn't recognize it when, and now I know that when someone says, what, oh, I would never. 
opportunity, I missed an opportunity to ask a few questions because the chances was she was experienced, she had experienced some trauma. It may not have been the one that I experienced. Mm-hmm. She, she made a statement, but really it was a question. How'd you have, how'd you get the courage to tell your story? Mm. That's really what was being said. Mm. So when you, whenever you are out there and you're telling your story, because you have one way or the other, the story's going to be told. Hopefully you are, you are the one telling your story. Don't let what somebody, someone's response stop you from telling the story. Because as I said, as Dr. Trowood said, you're, it's, look, two things. Your story is about you, but not for you. But this is the one, and I'm going to end you on this one. Your story, and particularly when it's related to trauma, is the pain medicine to somebody's pain. If I had a terrible migraine and you were standing beside me and you knew you had some migraine medicine, some Tylenol or something or some Excedrin or whatever in your pocket and it could help me with my pain, would you give it to me? Would you offer it? Mm-hmm. Sure you would. You'd offer it or at least tell me where you might want to try something. But why do we not offer our stories when we know it is the pain medicine, particularly when we know it can help somebody else. You may not know who they are, but those, your story is the pain medicine. So give it away. So give it away. Oh man, that was, that was so lovely. I'm so glad I, I really got a chance to talk to you today, Stephanie, and beginning this year off right to really just have that power and like you said so many once again you you've dropped multiple platinum nuggets so i hope people will go back and and listen again but before i let you go i wanted people to get one more chance to hear where can they find that amazing book oh so they can find you can go on amazon go on right on if you go on amazon is you can uh, put in it's called how my part-time my part-time job saved my life. You can't miss it. It's a pink book. On the back of it is a picture with me with some of the yellow blouse and um, uh, and a short, nice little pixie haircut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the book is a, when I tell you it's a page turner, you can read it in one setting and you won't be able to put it down. I will tell you that one gentleman who, who I met on Clubhouse went and ordered the book immediately. He, in, in the Kindle version, he said he let it, he listened to it, the audio, you know, he, he let, you know, let it, he put it in Kindle and he let the voice and um, the audio portion of it just you know, read it off for him. Mm-hmm. And he said it was mind blowing. So he made me go back and do it. And it's my own story. And I cried again. <laughs> That's so, that's so good right there that even it blew your mind once again. It's like, wait, this is my story. I know my story. How will blow my mind yes. again? Yes, because you know what? Here's the deal. We don't want to go back there. But the truth is, somebody is living that. And you've got to be able to speak it and release, help release them. So every now and again, you need to peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Just go back now. TDJ uh, uh, said, get your eyes out the mirror, mirror now because if you're driving down the highway of life and you look in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash or you're not going to make it to your destination. Right. Now, but we got to look back every now and again to make sure it was, it was safe to change lanes. Right. 
So every now and again, I peep back there to help me to switch lanes. Well, I love that. And that sounds like an amazing way to close this out. We're going to switch lanes about you. Miss Stephanie Wall, I thank you for being here today to share your amazing, powerful story with these listeners. And I pray that you guys go out and get her book. And if you need some assistance in what you're going through, please reach out to her. She's here to help you and assist. And this is what we're here to do to grow ourselves and to become better. 2021 is going to be better for all of us if we just take the time. So Miss Stephanie Wall, can you please just leave us with one little statement of positivity and then I will close out with my statement. The one word that I am using for 2020 I'm gonna share with you is done. I'm done with being small-minded. I'm done with being around negative, negative folks. I am done not believing in every area and believing in myself and everything. I am done, done, done. Well, there you go. I've heard it here first that it is done. So with that being said, I want to thank our special guest today, Ms. Stephanie Wall, for coming by and sharing some of her amazing story. You guys, once again, don't forget to please support her and what she's doing. She's on an amazing, powerful mission as we all are. Please go out and get her book. Please go out and support, support, support. I'm here for that and I'm here for her to do that. So I wanted to let you guys know that God loves you. I love you, but he loves you way more. And remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God lays on your heart. You guys take care. Enjoy this new year and go out and be great. Take care and God bless. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk and Truth Radio Network, formerly known as Walk and Truth Radio Podcast. We've changed our name because we're expanding and growing around the world. We are looking for people who want to get the word of God out to the whole world. So we changed our name to fit what our mission is. We are Walk and Truth Radio Network. So if you have a podcast, a positive word, an encouraging word, an exaltation, or a prayer, please send it to us at S-U-T-T-O-N-968 at gmail.com or W-I-T-M-I-N at yahoo.com. But the most important thing, we want you to continue to pray for us. And also, while you're listening to me, go over to listen to my friend, Tanika Drake, my sister in in Christ and listen to her great show, God's Gift Through His Word. You'll hear more of her throughout the year. So thank you, bless you, and continue to listen to Walking Truth Radio Network and God's Gift Through His Word with Tanika Drake. You know what I say, I always want you to be encouraged, be blessed, and be at peace, and always remember, walk in truth. You know what time it is. Yo, check it out. It's your main man, Cyber Shots. God's gift through his word. And how I found this station was on the Guru Warrior Station. When you called in and left 
an inspirational message. I heard the message. I like what you said. Then after that, I hit that star button and been following you ever since. That's right. So make sure you check out God's gift through his word. And with that being said, I'm out. Peace. Hello, everyone, and thank you for enjoying my mom's show, God's Gift Through His Word. I hope you guys have a lovely day, and I hope you guys stay tuning in to my mom's show. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's Gift Through His Word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift through his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day, I hope that you find this inspiring. I hope you find it motivating and I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.